0: Hi everyone, welcome. This is Light and Life. I'm Efioluwa Abegunde. Light and Life is a platform where you can have the summary of the Nigerian Baptist Sunday school lessons ahead of Sunday. It's the glory of God and welcoming us to the month of March. And I pray as the Lord has been with us in the other months that we have been able to join in 2022. His grace will be sufficient or through this month and beyond for us in Jesus' name. We experience him anew and we would testify I and mean, to the goodness of God in Jesus' name. Amen. To everyone who has been listening to this podcast, thank you so much. The Lord bless you and I pray that the manifestation of his word expressly upon our hearts will be evident in Jesus' name. We will live on his word day by day. And you will continually be a light unto our part in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for not being restricted by the denominational source of this message. The Lord will continue to bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. Sunday is 6th March 2022. And all through the month of March, we'll be taking a team on liberating Passover. So for Sunday, our topic is the resources to build. That is taken from the book of Esther, chapter 1, verses 1 to 8, verse 11, then chapter 2, verses 64 to 70. Quickly to our golden text. It says, When they arrived at the house of the Lord in Jerusalem, some of the heads of the family gave will offerings towards the rebuilding of the house of God on its side. That is taken from Esther, chapter 2, verse 68. Yes, we have an introduction that is leading us to the lesson, and I quickly want to share with us. Pastor John Hazan has just been called to ministry and just knew from the seminary the direction God is giving him is a concern of his hometown, where the, the church there has to be reconstructed, the church has to be worked on. And then, having prayed and knew that this is God's direction, he decided to face this went to his hometown. And in discussed with people over there, the first thing that people were saying is, how would this happen? How are we going to finance this? This is a huge project. How are we going to get all that is needed? And then, suggestions were coming. The first was from the elders. And it was a concern of, okay, let's work on free will donations. And then, the youths were in consideration of, okay, let's reach out to the people in the community, the wealthy, so that we can invite them for launching. And these was opinions as it was read from different angles. But to you and I, what becomes our concern first as thoughts of action for where we can get resources or how we can have resources needed in carrying out the church projects? What usually is the thought in our head around that? And personally, beyond the church, when it comes to our life, what also comes first to us as a concern of way out for meeting needs and resources that is needed around our lives. I pray that the Lord will help us who we'll understand clearly what is the mind of God towards this and how we should position our thoughts and ways. I pray that this lesson will do the needful with our lives and we will be able to do as the Lord expects of us in Jesus' name. Amen. Let us pray. Father, we bless you for your word. Thank you because your grace is open all the time for us to learn. Receive grace again this day that our heart will be open for your word and will do accordingly in the name of Jesus. We ask, oh Father, that you will help us as a church and you help us as an individual, that it will be a focus of you and nothing else in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for answering us in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray. Amen. Our lesson comes in two parts. And from the book of Ezra, we're taking a focus on how the Lord was able to make resources for the rebuilding of the wall of, Je- of the temple at Jerusalem possible. I beg your pardon. The temple at Jerusalem possible. How the resources was made available. The first part of the lesson talks of King Cyrus' proclamation. And that is taken from Esther chapter 1 verses 1 to 8. From this very part, we see who King Cyrus of Persia is. He was the one occupying the city of Babylon as the emperor in charge of this whole uh, empire, more or less. And then we see him as a king whom God had positioned more or less strategically for his intention as the Lord is prompting him for an action which even... In the order of plan of God by prophecy, it was time for its manifestation. And here in verse 2, King Cyrus himself was making clear something. He made clear that the Lord, the God of heaven, has given me all the kingdoms of the earth and has appointed me to build a temple for him at Jerusalem in in Judah. And this was what he had been able to write out to all the kingdoms around him. And it makes clear to the people a concern for the needs of the children of Israel to be made available for them to return back to Jerusalem to build this temple to reconstruct it as it has been destroyed from the experience that the Israelites have with King Nebuchadnezzar besieging Jerusalem at that point so now it's a question of why the Lord prompted the art of that kind of a king, whom could be regarded as a pagan, and then how is this made, hap- made to happen? It is not a concern of you and I to begin to ruminate on a concern of why God reached out to a pagan. One thing that the lesson is bringing to us to understand first is that God can use any vessel, and whenever intend to walk, on something, I mean, around his work, it is not to be questioned on how. It is for us to see how this will be done. I mean, not how it will be done, but to wait to see how it will be done. And this is just what the Lord is doing here. The Lord himself decided to walk upon the heart of a man. He prompted his heart for action. And that's to also tell us as believers that the only thing we need or that is needed of us as a church or as an individual in the church, is to trust in God absolutely for his provision at meeting whatever it is that is God's project we are working on. The way of the Lord is not the way of man, and it is for us to submit to him, for him to have his way towards all that we had to do. We see God that even in the steering of, of God towards the heart of King Cyrus, God did it in such a way that even this king was able to make a command that all that was looted from Jerusalem by King Nebuchadnezzar would be restored back to the people as they will be returning back to their land. And this can only happen by God. Because this is a pagan who is doing all of this to the people of God. How can this happen if not only by God's intervention? So we must rest and trust in God. In his intervention for the resources needed around projects in the church, and not for us to begin to have a thought over on our head or a foresight of people to reach or how and how we we'll do it. Trust in God and the Lord will do his work. This is also in relation to our life. It is never a thought for us as believers to be looking out to options of okay, option A, option B of this person and that person can meet this need around these resources that I need towards my life. It is a concern for us to know that, yes, our life is God's project. Just as his church and the resource and whatever is the project the church is banking you know, on is the project of God. God will make a way. He will raise souls and life to use and he will use whoever he didn't fit to use. I pray this understanding will come clear to us and will submit to not ourselves but to God always and at all time absolutely in jesus name amen we take the second part of the lesson that talks on the people's freeway offering and that is also from estra chapter 2 verse 64 to 70 let us read ah from here we'll see clearly that the first group of the people of israel you know the from the children of god from from Babylon, were moving out to Jerusalem, and we see that a number of those who were able to move, they were in a company of about forty-two thousand three hundred and sixty, including also their horses, their mules, their camels, and their donkey. The Lord did it in such a way that all that these people and even things that were given to them, they all moved together to Jerusalem. And when the people arrived in Jerusalem. One thing that came up is a concern for us also on the way God can make all the resources needed for church projects to happen. And we see that the people themselves, the Israelites, they were moved to give free will offering in support of the reconstruction. And this is a concern of the fact that the people themselves were moved. Not that somebody moved them. Not that they they had something from someone in persuasion you know in 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 whatever way as it may be can do no but rather the people themselves were moved this they, they themselves saw there is a for response to what is being done and by themselves they were doing the needful they were releasing freely out of what they have in the ability that they can carry they were dropping for the reconstruction And this is also a concern to the church that the church does not need to begin to make the people by force or coercion to do anything in achieving that project the church is embarking on. But rather they should with as the Lord will steer the heart of the people, as the people themselves will be ready to also freely give to that project that is ongoing. They were giving free will offering. They were donating what they have. And we see all of this in the total as it is. As the people were given in gold, in silver, and even in priestly garments, they were doing all of this. Not by compel, com, a compel of anyone. And this the church must understand. Another thing that comes to us as we round up the, this lesson is the fact that God's giving project should be embarked also by faith. It is the work of God. Let's believe in God absolutely that He will do His work. That He will do the work. It is for us to know that this is a work that is to be done. And let's by faith go into it and see how all that is needed will be provided for. And if we have to bring this to our life as well individually. Our life like I have said earlier is God's project. It is not for us to begin to look out for a way out by ourselves. But rather put a trust in God. For how God will do it, to whoever He will raise in support for us, and also to whatever direction the Lord would need us to take action. As the Lord made the people to take action to freely also donate what they have. And this is important in our life as we embark on projects around us. I pray that the Lord's grace will be sufficient for us and will go always in this understanding as an individual, will not look out. To politicians, to home believers, to businessmen out there, you know the wealthy as we take them to be in the society, as the first option for whatever it is needed, because those options might not be appropriate, and even the wealth and resources around these people, you cannot even be so sure of how pure it is, which might be questionable, and the Lord expects that everything around Him and our life must be in order, must be pure. And that is what makes our life acceptable unto him. And whatever even a church would do, as regards the expansion of the kingdom of God, will be acceptable in his hand. So let's go in the leading of God always, and submit to his provision. We've come to the end of our lesson. I'm wishing us all a glorious service ahead of Sunday, and I pray that as a church, the Lord will help us to trust in God absolutely. Not in man, not in our strength, but in the help that the Lord is making available unto us, always in Jesus' name. And also for us as individuals we look unto God, the perfecter of all around our life, as our life is his project. I pray that the Lord bless us in Jesus' name. Bye everyone.